Sounds good. I mean, the three amigos are here. <laughs> we're so here. Let's keep on we're, cruising. We're good. <laughs> so it's a summer slash, you know. Yeah, yeah. The finale, the final entry in Summer Slash 2020. We're here. We've arrived. It's the season finale. It's the summer finale. Here we go. How you feeling? I'm long, feeling good. Uh, crazy summer. I can't believe it's 13 weeks. Wow, it's it's gone by quick. Oh, it's ridiculous. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. So, 13 weeks ago, we kicked this off with the Scream series from Wes Craven. Then, 12 weeks ago, we tore into this uh, German slasher film called Der Samurai. I think that probably put us on the Germany charts. 11 weeks ago, we took a little a treat. You know how they say, treat yourself, like on Parks and Rec. Hashtag, treat yourself. We went to a bloody buffet with at the Blood Diner. Uh, ten weeks ago, oh, yeah. we did what's that? Oh yeah, I like that one. Yeah, Blood Diner <laughs> is great. And then uh, ten weeks ago, we did Tenebra, so we took a deep dive into Dario Argento movies. Nine weeks ago, we went uh, a little different. We kind of split and did a double feature. We went beyond with uh, From Beyond, which is a gory '80s fest. Or 80s gore fest, if you will. I kind of said that wrong. But uh, And then we did The Beyond, an Italian horror classic. It, unless you talk to Dave, it's not a classic. Um, <laughs> then, Son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, I love that one. <laughs> Eight weeks ago, we were we were back in Argento territory, walking through uh, Deep Red. Seven weeks ago, we had to put a movie to rest called Laid to Rest. That one's dead on, you know, dead on impact or dead on delivery, whatever they say, flatlined, right? DOA. Um, yeah. yeah, DOA, there you go. Uh, six weeks ago, we headed to Miami for Nightmare Beach. Yeah, had John Saxon as the sheriff. One. You guys, feel free to chime in, because now it sounds like all these movies are fucking boring. Because it's not, <laughs> I just like saying these things. And I feel like it's going into dead air. <laughs> uh, five weeks ago, we got cursed with the Paganini Horror which was about like rock stars that open a curse from a ancient composer. 200 years of, of disasters in Italy from this cursed song or whatever that this guy wrote. Um, four weeks ago, we saw what the Turkish hell looks like, like a vision of a Turkish hell or the Turkish underworld. Oh, yeah. That was pretty unique. I'm not going to revisit that movie ever. Baskin, I'm never going to watch that ever again. No. Um, Same here. Got to cleanse my palate of that movie. But I give the filmmaker a lot of credit, but I'm never going to watch it again. Um, three weeks ago, we discussed an Austrian horror gem dusted off from the early 80s called Angst, which we actually made room in our marathon to watch, and it was worth it. In my opinion, it was very much worth it to squeeze it in. Um, two weeks ago, we got traded to some magic shows with the Lord of Illusions. It's a Clive Barker entry. Good to squeeze him in. I don't think we got... Dave, we didn't talk any Clive Barker last year, right? 
I don't think so. Yeah, so it's good to get him in here at the end of the year. Um, let's see. Yeah, because we haven't talked Clay Barker since. Oh, had... three, and technically, yeah, and that, that was last year, right? Characters, yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. So, well, Barker doesn't typically do slashers. I mean, this was the exception. Oh yeah, well, I mean, it's still supernatural, but it does have a slasher element because of the coldest, yeah. right? Running around doing their little mercy kills or whatever they're doing. Vengeance, not not mercy kills, revenge killing. Um, then brings us to we wanted to kind of explore a movie also called Scream for the finale, just to tie it off. Because in the beginning we did Scream, the whole Scream series, the uh, you know. Randy, the movie clerk, and Sidney Prescott being chased around by ghost-faced killers. Billy Loomis and... Uh, I forget the other guy's name from the first killing, but it's played by Matt Lillard anyway. Stu, wasn't it? Was his name Stu? That I think so, right. yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we arrived at this movie that also has the name of Scream and came out in 1981. That's really the only thing that they have in, <laughs> they have in common. That's literally, <laughs> literally the only thing. Yeah. Oh man! Uh, so we're gonna reveal the highest-rated episode in the whole lineup based on audience downloads or plays. We're gonna reveal that later in the episode, folks. But we will give you a staff recommend. It's like if you used to go to a video store, there's always a staff pick. Or if you mm-hmm. log into things like Hulu or Voodoo, or I think I don't know if Shutter has staff picks, but I know that Hulu does. Where it's like, oh, staff picks, and it's like a couple movies arranged there. Um, but you could used to be able to go to, you know, your vidiots or cinephile and pick out the staff picks. Blockbuster might have done it too, but it was mostly like a artsy fartsy video store thing. And our staff pick, yeah. you almost unanimously was angst. Like that was the one thing in common on our our staff picks it list was, that we all had. It was pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it was disturbing. Yeah. And delightful. Don't forget that. That'd be and great. Delightful. Staff picks. <laughs> Disturbing and delightful, says Nick and John. You know what I mean? There's like little <laughs> stickers next to the video case, you know? Yeah. That'd be great. I can imagine that. Like, uh, And Dave's behind the counter just like shaking his head at, at everything. Like looking down on the on the, the customers, just like, can't believe you're renting that piece of shit. You know, you know what I mean? Like, not the staff pick, but like literally everything else on the shelf, you know, like uh, Lion King for Simba's pride or something. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he just he can't stand you know, he can't stand the the people Remakes. in the in the store. Yeah. yeah. So um so what have you heard? Let's talk some movie and T V news. Let's see what's gone out there in the world of movies and TVs. I was excited the other day when I saw that somehow Hulu got the entire streaming catalog for Thundercats, like the original from the eighties, like all hundred and sixty or whatever episodes that they have. I when I think when they aired, they aired them out of order because they they had like a new episode on like weekdays, and then they had a second bonus episode like on the you know Saturday lineup, right? So they didn't air them in the order that they were made, but they had continuous stories. Like when Lionel was trying to learn how to, he's the lion guy. He's trying to learn how to um, summon his powers and control all his abilities. He has to be tested by all the other Thundercats. So it's like called like the Trials of Lionel Part One, Two, Three, Four. Well, they would air that with the other episodes, so you'd watch part one, and he's on this mystic quest, and the next one should be naturally the continuation, right? But it wasn't. It was like some random other story. They're fighting pirates or something, you know? And you're like, wait a minute. What the hell is going on? So as a kid, it's, 
you know, super confusing. But as an adult, now that it's on Hulu, it's it's like in order of story, right? Not air date, but order of like the stories that they animated, you know? So that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then they have the remake from the early 2000s, but whatever. Wash your hands of that. I mean, really dig into the original. So many things happen in that. Was Bill Paxton in that movie? I forget. What movie? Wasn't there a Thundercats movie, or was that? No, no. Yeah, oh, uh, Nick. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you just gave yourself away as like. I know nothing about not being a yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's clear that you're not a Thundercat fan. <laughs> not at all. I'm like. I'm, no, I totally they, uh, the they have Sorry like you that. know they do the the like um. Just their fake movie castings, like yeah. people have like. At one point, cast like uh, Matt McConaughey as Lionel from the Thundercats. Anyway, <sighs> there's a few basic Thundercats. There's Lionel, who's a lion. Uh, Puma, who's a puma. You know, he's a, a puma. Oh, oh, Panthro. Panthro is a panther. That's what it is. And then I'm there's so Chitara, who's a cheetah. And there's Wily Kit and Wily Cat. You really can't tell what they are, but they look like lynxes or something. And then there's Snarf, which is like an alien cat who, I don't know, is a... Uh, a product of inbreeding or something. Cause like he could talk, but he's not, doesn't have like appendages like the other cats. And he has like a lizard's tail for whatever reason. Um, you think he's a pet, but the fact that he can talk means, you know, he kind of reminds me of rocket raccoon in a way that like, it's an animal, but it also talks, you know, I thought it only said, or is it just one of those things where it says snarf a lot? Or is that the only word he says? No, he just says snarf a lot. Okay, he can so talk. it's kind of like Smurf. Where He's just, just a son like... of a bitch, but he, yeah, he can talk. Um, See, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big Thundercats person either. The best episode, dude, is where set, dude. the tiger guy, tiger. There's two actually. There's two actual tigers. There's Bengali, the Bengal tiger, who's actually my favorite Thundercat, but he comes later when they find out that there's other Thundercats that are like lost refugees because their planet blows up and then they end up on our planet. But it's like a prehistoric version of Earth, and they don't even call it Earth. They call it Third Earth for whatever reason. But then later on, they drop that and just call it Earth. I don't get it. But, um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for Bill Paxton to show up, guys. Oh, shit. I know, right? <laughs> so the bug hunt he was referring to is the fact that he ran into some Thundercats. That's that's what that reference actually is from Alien. Gotcha. So, uh, well, that yeah. works, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever sold you on Bill Paxton movies, or we've convinced you to watch Thundercats to look for Bill Paxton to pop up? <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Tell yeah. me where he comes yeah. up. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. He'll come up later, though. He's actually in my, um, what else am I watching movie? So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, Nikki Lates, I know you're chomping at the bit. Yeah. You're not our, you're, he's not our local Thundercat expert. Don't worry. Everybody, don't, don't don't come to me, guys, for that. But I can come Dude, to others. I wonder how many people turned off the episode right when he said that. It'd be, I'll try <laughs> to track the little the little ever. like the little heat waves. I'll try to track like you know the audience retention on Spotify or like see like oh shit, here's where the quarter it's called, they divide them into quatrals. They're like so many minutes, yeah. right? I'll like oh look, Nick, there's a there's a giant cliff, and then we go right off of it on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and please forgive me. I don't know if it's like a huge thing. I've heard about it, but I've never. No, given Thundercats it to is like so. the pre-teenage yeah. mutant. Tr- it's like the first. I'm, I'm not the expert. At okay, that. so it's like this is but how the- like um, toy companies and cartoon people and all this stuff learned that kids would rush to Toys R Us and buy things. Like Thundercats was the f- like the first wave of of 
I don't know, fandom and then toy buying, right? And action figures. Like, yeah. You know, like, uh, it may have learned a lesson from He-Man. Maybe He-Man was first and then it was second, but it um, definitely paved the way for things like Ninja Turtles to be like, you got to have the cartoon and the toys and the juice box. You, right. you, know, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. There's actually a show that makes fun of Thundercats called Thundercats Roar, but, um, you know, it sucks. It's weird. It's made by a Thundercats fan, but he, like, it's almost like something terrible happened to him while he was, like, like I could imagine he's watching Thundercats, and then then he gets a phone call that his parents died in a horrible car crash on the way home with breadsticks from Little Caesars or something. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he, like, he, like something terrorized that kid, and now he... He's destroying Thundercats in a parody cartoon on Cartoon Network. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about that. But what's nah. funny is that's probably Dave's version of... Dave doesn't watch action cartoons, so he would probably like the Thundercats roar because it's just, like, silly and makes fun of a cartoon that I like. <laughs> you know, like... like a, Probably. Yeah, Dave, so yeah, you're in for it. Dave um, loves anime. It's good. Well, and Star I mean, Trek Lower like, Decks unless... started on CBS... That's funny. It's by the Rick and, I, a couple of the Rick and Morty writers. Does it get better? Like, see, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I know a little bit about Star Trek through my wife, but mm. I watched the first episode and it just didn't tickle me on any level. My wife watched it and didn't. Like, does it get better? Does it? Does it like? Is it a okay, slow Okay, here's build? the thing. <laughs> it's it's very insider. Like, it is that 22 minute cartoon is is like littered with so many Star Trek references. It's very Star Trekky, but then. They also say f words, fight zombies, and fuck each other. So you know, you know what I mean. Like, like it, it's a win-win for me. Anyway, I guess I got to give it more than one episode. I, I just I can't get into. You didn't it like so when far. they all turned into a bunch of zombie like mo- monsters. And, it, and yeah, I mean, and, it was fine. But yeah. It did as a whole. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe it's one of those things that it's going to be a me problem and not the show. Like if I don't yeah, know maybe. enough of the references. Hey Nick, you remember that movie um, Dodgeball? Yeah, yeah. So though he goes like, "There's a weird energy in the gym." That's what this episode feels like. <laughs> like, like <laughs> it's midland like, energy. I, I, I know nothing about these shows, so I'm, I'm yeah. lost. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess you better sign up for our CBS All Access. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh uh damn i tried to turn it over to you already nick and then i kind of went off on a tangent about thundercats and and oh it's things. all good it's all good um, um what do you got for us i so john uh supposedly blumhouse is working on the thing another yeah. thing remake and john carpenter's supposed to have his hands in it but i don't really know what that means does that mean He's doing like what he did on the fog or something like that. Or does he actually have his hands in this? I don't know that yet, mm-hmm. but it's kind of exciting that they're going to do the thing again. Let's just hope they do it right and don't make it some CGI thing like the last one, right? Well, you know, it's interesting about the last one, and I only found this out recently is, I mean, it was supposed you guys... to be practical. Yes. Well, they, they built the practical effects like they actually did it. And then the studio, after all the effects were built practically, said, no, do it CGI. Yeah. And it so looks like, like crap. I wanted to see that. It looked beautiful. Yeah. Well, they actually did a um, the, the filmmakers who did that or the te- the special effects team, like took all those practical effects, did a, uh, a GoFundMe and built a movie, another independent movie around those effects called Harbinger Down. 
which I haven't watched yet, but like they recycled all the practical effects for that movie and put it into their own. <laughs> what's what's that movie called again? Harbinger Down. Okay, I, that sounds so familiar. So that's why it's so thingy then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, because it was supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. What else you got for us, Dave? You're gonna tickle us with some movie news that you found out. Oh, Dave, tickle me. <laughs> tickle you. Uh, tickle. <laughs> which, uh, who was Elmo in the, our short? <laughs> I, I feel bad. <laughs> yes. You mean who's Elmo in our group? Yes. I'll say Adam because he's not here tonight. Double A. Oh, oh double A. So um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the filmmaker uh, Don Coscarelli. If I'm saying that right, uh, he did um, the Phantasm movies. Uh, um, Bubba Hotep, if you've seen that. But he's also known for a movie called Beastmaster, which um, he oh, yes. he just spit out or he just put out news this week that he and his writer partner, I think, got the rights back to Beastmaster. But the problem now is, is that um, they cannot find the negative to the original movie. So they're like actually asking people in the film community is that if you know if you can find the original negative to Beastmaster, you know, to let let them know. Like Wait, they want to do a restoration, like a 4K or something. I think so. In addition, like they they have the rights that if they want to do remakes and all that shit too, but they're trying mm-hmm. to hunt down the original camera negative. Yeah, to do a restoration of the picture. Bubba Hotep versus Beastmaster. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, are you asking of the two movies? Because I'd say Bubba No, Hotel. no. I'm saying put them in the same movie. Why not? Sure. I actually would love to see another Beastmaster. When you said that, I got hard a little bit, if I'm being honest. I love Beastmaster. Well, well they it, could do it. I mean, they got the I like back. Be- I like Beastmaster, too. Like, my dick literally unfolded. I don't know if you heard the flop. But... <laughs> I did. <laughs> but give me some Beastmaster, too. I want that one. Oh, Just man. Say. That's... um. Jim Warnowski, is that his name? Our buddy. I think so. That's he almost great. did the show, and then, uh, I don't know. Anyway. Chopping <laughs> uh, Mall guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a prima donna. He'd be hard to deal with. He'd be really yeah. hard to deal with. There's a documentary about how hard he is to deal with. <laughs> wow, that, that says something. If somebody went out of their way to produce a documentary. <laughs> about him? how bad you are. Hmm. Man. Well, that's pretty much it, folks. That's the newest. There wasn't a lot of stuff going on this week. I mean, well, we could talk about, like, movie trailers dropping, but then it's like you can't see There's, what we're talking one about. More. So. There was one more thing. Yeah? Uh, well, but, uh, the DC, they had their event. You know, the DC Comics? Yeah, they had, like, and an they released... event. Yeah. And I don't know, what do you guys think of the new Batman trailer? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, we could talk about movie trailers, but we can't really show them to our to anybody. So it's, mm. like, it's like, hey, yeah. like, here, listen to the Batman trailer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay, okay, well, what did, you, what did you think about Robert Padson's per, your personal feelings on his performance? He's going to be a good the Batman, Wolverine. a terrible Bruce Wayne. Think so? Yeah. Okay. He, he looks good for both, I think. But, yeah, we'll see. I have not seen the trailer yet, so I cannot weigh in on this. Oh, oh check shit. it out! Oh, it's Lincoln. You missed the penguin. Although He's I did in there, see but the trailer in quotation marks for yeah. the new Suicide well, They've squad. done a they they did so much makeup on Colin Farrell. He's like unrecognizable. He's in the trailer, but it's he's hard on to Batman? see. Batman, yeah, yeah. Huh. He's the new penguin. Really? So, yeah, I could see that. Also, could, okay. Riddler's in the trailer. Riddler's the main villain, but it's. A departure from how Riddler looks. 
it 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 almost it feels like seven. It almost feels like yeah. Like that type of this is like a murder mystery straight up. At a, you're right. Like this is it fucked is up. very dark. It yeah. almost feels like I'm watching the seven trailer with the Nirvana music. Like I'm like, whoa, what am I in for? This is a different. Dude, you you've you've just sold a ticket right there when you can do such a thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> this probably be it. Might be a rated R movie. I don't see this getting a PG thirteen. It, it looks intense. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's gonna have a toy line. <laughs> <laughs> You know, course, it's probably. like one of those things, like, here's the toy line for a rated R movie. Kids, you <laughs> haven't seen the movie, have you? Oh, you have? Okay. Here's the toys. I'll go for it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, tonight's movie is called Scream. It's from 1981. Um, it was originally called Butcher, Baker, Candlemaker. It was shot at Lake Peru in Ventura, California. And or near Ventura, um, and and oh, partially on just died. what? Isn't that where that girl, that actress, just died? I don't know. Oh, from um, Glee. Yeah. Like so now murder? Really no, not place. murder. She what? Well, she drowned, right? Yeah. Yeah. She drowned. Yeah. She wasn't we got a drowning hanging over this episode now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and it was shot on the famous uh, or the very famous. Um, Paramount Movie Ranch that they shot a bunch of westerns on and a bunch of movies and part of it burned down but they're trying to rebuild it but it was you know encapsulated in this movie and a bunch of others but they did so many things at the Paramount Movie Ranch so it's kind of cool I mean the one thing the movie has going for it is setting but essentially this is what it's about there's some tourists on a raft trip they stop at a famous ghost town they get stuck there overnight and somebody starts killing them and that's this movie in a nutshell. Yeah. And then it has a supernatural <laughs> it twist. Really is. And let's go to our first impressions. We'll drop it over to Nikki Lates. What's your first impression? Uh, probably uh, really bad acting, a killer you don't really see, and probably my least favorite movie of the Summer Slash. Hmm. Yeah. We should probably define yeah. what a first impression means. <laughs> <laughs> Still to this day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dangerous what do you got you gonna beat that um, beat me, Dave. my first impression uh alternate title could have been called yawn uh, yeah wow exactly. <laughs> a sleeper slasher if ever yeah. there was such a thing um yeah 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 it's um yeah not uh not a, not a good movie I, I, well, I, listen. I think to rest is way better. Part of the issue with this movie is there's nowhere to watch it, and the copy that exists is hosted on YouTube. Nick was talking about this before the show. It's compressed for YouTube, and what is compressed is a bad copy VHS. of a VHS yeah. to it, digital. Really bad, and yeah. it's really dark, and. uh it's beyond soft focus. Like it's like so soft, you can't really s- notice the actors. Like you can't really pull apart the the characters. You know? Yeah. Because they're all kind of fading into the background. Um, and there's one channel audio. It was very weird. Like I was listening through headphones, and I switched over to the computer, then to another okay. headphones. It had one channel audio. So no matter yeah, what okay, I did, so I could only hear it out of one ear. I did the same thing. I, I was listening through headphones, and it was a weird experience. Yeah, it was, yeah, I was. It was bad. Um, 
I see the fat kid, or I'm having a hard time speaking. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I have a dental issue that's still giving me a hard time. So I'm like lisping, you know, um, which is probably bad for an audio podcast, but I'll do my best. Got to muscle through. Show must go on. Okay. Um, the f- <laughs> Hold on. Okay. The stereotypical fat kid in an 80s movie is here and he's intact for the most part but he's also a little slow that's, that's the thing stereotypes for the 80s movies if the kid isn't fat make sure he's slow you know yeah. <laughs> you know you know what i mean and uh and he's here so he, he you know, we covered our bases on that one um this is basically a, a friday the 13th movie that's my first impression basically yeah uh basically friday the 13th was out the friday um yeah yeah, so that's a, that's a first impression for you. Um, now a word from our affiliate. All right. Um, boldly binge. You can try CBS All Access by grabbing the link in the podcast notes, or you can visit our website for details. You can start watching things like Star Trek Lower Decks or Picard or Star Trek Discovery. There's thousands of hit episodes, originals, and some classic movies too. Try it out free. Escape to Britain and beyond without leaving your seat. Try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use my promo code BingeWatchers. That's A C O R N dot TV code BingeWatchers to get your first 30 days for free. I enjoy watching a show called Raised by Wolves, which is about homeschool kids exploring the world. It's funny. Check it out. That's uh, acorn.tv, promo code BingeWatchers. Now back to the show. Let's go to questions from the audience, which we like to call questions from out there. Um, according to this hyper commenter, he, he seems to comment the most. Um, our pal Timothy is on there a lot on the old book with a face. Um, he was <laughs> saying Three Men and a Baby is a remake. Um of a movie called Three Godfathers. I looked it up. It's a John Wayne movie. It's a. It's actually about a Bible story. It has nothing to do with... Uh, it's not a comedy? No. Oh, wow. And it has nothing okay. to do with Three Minute Baby. It actually, according to other historians on the internet, Three Minute Baby is most likely based on a French movie that came out called Three Men in a Cradle, which has yeah. basically the same plot. So, um, I can't honestly tell... If Mr. Timothy actually likes us, or he just wants to contradict everything that we fucking say every time okay. we post on our Facebook channel, I can't so really. Here's what tell. I can say about all this: um, we we did address that on the show. We did say it was a, a remake of a French movie, and actually, I don't know if it's a remake of Tokyo Go- yeah. or of of the Three Godfathers. But I did. I will say there's a Japanese anime remake of the Three Godfathers called. Tokyo Godfathers. Yeah. So that's a uh, remake. I don't know. D- Dave, you know your animation movies. Look at that. That just came out. Oh, even yeah. Though, I guess he's been secretly like watching anime. anime this whole time. <laughs> I know. I was like, how, how did he know that? That's amazing. Yeah. How, how would, Dave, how would you know that the Japanese animated an anime <laughs> called Tokyo right? Godfathers? <laughs> I said, since April, he's been watching anime behind our backs. That's what it is. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, honestly, um, I've been the, watching animated shows. Just so you know, 
trying to look for a, a rose among thorns, this next section is going to be really hard for you guys to play this game of what are your favorite bits? It's going to be really hard for you guys. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, when it was over. <laughs> <laughs> the credits. <laughs> wow. Um, no, no, I, I, I like the fact that they woke, uh, they, they like stayed at the place and the next morning their, their things were gone, you know, like they couldn't escape and then they were stuck there or it would have been like a 30 mile hike. I kind of like that they were stuck in the middle of nowhere and the location was cool. I'll give you that. I, I will give you that. They did have a plausible reason for everybody to be kind of stuck there. Hmm. Cause it's like, shoot, do we, do we stay here and deal with this or do we just let's hike 30 miles and get the hell out of here? You know, uh, I get the setting's incredible. You got to give is. the movie. They, they booked a great setting um, yeah. with, with, you know, got some movie history behind it. Uh, I like that 11 minutes and like 53 seconds into the movie, they actually reveal the killer. Like, they start telling ghost stories or they mention a ghost, and that's essentially what you got. But it's funny that mm-hmm. they, they, t- they tell you. They snuck it in there, and, and it, you wouldn't have thought that that was it, but that's it. Also, you don't see the killer. You don't know it's a ghost yet, but the killer, the stuff happens in the shadows, except for the murder weapons, which is kind of cool. That's a cool element, not seeing the killer. Um, little trivia. This is where, Dave, did you know that they didn't tell the cast who the murder, murderer was? Like, as they're shooting the scenes, they kept, they kept that under wraps. I did not know that. Which, I think it's like, that's kind of a cool element. Like, to, to, yeah, to not let your cast know so that they may be actually frightened or it's a mystery might... Um, you think it would have helped the movie quality, but maybe not. So I, for me, it's like a couple good ideas, but then mm. it got put together and it just kind of, you know, fell apart. Um, but those are things that I can appreciate. The setting that they locked down, uh, sneaking in who the killer was, and then like not seeing the killer doing his business. Shittiest part, uh, the floating scythe, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when they actually reveal that yes, it is really a ghost, and here's another ghost cowboy to come in and take him out. Um, but it's just a, a floating object, which is kind of anticlimactic. So, if you're trying to scare us, you lost us. By then, if you didn't lose, as you can hear, that Nick and Dave were lost they, in the beginning. But they, they lost me way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got lost say. before that. Um, oh, way before that, yeah. That's uh, they do have some. They have some Western actors. There's two Western actors. Or there's a wrestler in here as an actor, and there's another wrestler slash uh, professional football player. Um, and he, he's got some clout as an actor. Woody Strode, who's actually playing the cowboy who shows up to yeah. get to get rid of the killer, um, was on. This is before they they like. Like, he was a football player in the 40s when they had more than the the NFL, like, didn't exist. There was, like, different leagues. He was in a t- on a team called the Hollywood Bears. Sounds amazing. But then later on, when it got incorporated, he was on the Rams. Um, but he's uh, in Spartacus as Drava, yes. who is the guy who is Spartacus' friend who gets killed. And that's what sets off the rebellion, Right. Like he's supposed to kill Spartacus and refuses, so he gets executed. But that's that was like the match, you know, that started the whole thing, you know, like got like yeah. kicked it off. Um, so there's that. I mean, 
probably watch him in Spartacus over this movie. <laughs> you know what, you oh, know what I mean? Uh, if you're sure, a Woody yeah. fan, you know, <laughs> Woody Strode fan, you know, watch him in... He's got like 75 movie credits or something. He's got a lot of credits. That's um, amazing. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, he but then he's a, in here playing he a, a ghost Western cowboy guy too. You know, back in the day. Yeah, I was kind of hoping this one might be kind of fun, like House Two. You know, there's ghost cowboys in that one too, but um, it didn't go that way. Yeah, I was yeah. hoping this was going to be some kind of discovery, and it turns out to be just. There's a reason why this has not been on DVD or past VHS. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to save this movie. Uh, I hate to say it because I mean, I'm sure the actors cared that they were there to did the work, and I'm sure the filmmaker cared. I mean, it's his movie, you know. But um, yeah, if it wasn't on YouTube, yeah. I don't think anybody would be able to find it. Yeah, no, and and you don't even need to really go out and look for it. To be honest with you, <laughs> listen to our show, and there's a gist. Yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> had a copy and wanted to get people to watch their YouTube channel, and they loaded it right. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's how. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how that went down. Um, kind of an anticlimactic ending last year. What did we do? What was the finale last year? That too, to, to the whole scene. Yeah, yeah, to the, the whole, series, yeah. to the whole damn slam. <laughs> like the whole <laughs> summer marathon, just kind of like, eh, poof, and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go see Lord of the Illusions. Lord of Illusions or the other uh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's see. <laughs> see any other movie that we talked about this year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, literally anything that we talked about this year. Um, okay, yeah. binge now, binge later, binge never. Dave's ready for this. I know he's he's ready. Yeah, um, let's see. Okay, so um, oh fuck, you know, ah, God, this I, I've got a whole bunch of binge nevers right now. So let's see. Um, let's see. Well, I'm gonna say binge now. Uh, the original Scream, a- any of the original Screams, even Scream Three, above this binge now. Um, God, I, I you know, fuck it. I'm gonna say binge later because um is a movie I just, a new slasher that just dropped the other day, um, Acts of Random Violence on Shudder, although I really would have said binge never on that any other time. And this binge never. <laughs> just just don't bother. Um, speaking of Shudder, <laughs> if anybody cares, you can still use our code to sign up for it, and then you can watch that movie Dave's talking about. Yeah, it was directed by Jay Baruchel. Um I, I didn't care for it, but it was far better than Scream 1981. Hmm. <laughs> Ouch. Nick, you're up. Binge now, binge later, binge never. I would say never binge Scream 1980, whatever this is. I would say binge, uh, or I would say binge never this one. I would say binge later, the original Friday 13th. It's still fun. It's along the lines of, you know, this, you know, people by a lake. And then I would say binge now would be this 19, uh, 2008 movie called Lake Mungo. It's a documentary. It's an Australian movie, and it is scary as hell. And I highly recommend it. Go check it out. Lake Mungo. I've heard of that. I'll have to check that out. You heard of it? Oh, dude, check it out. It is a great, really good documentary about this girl who goes missing at this lake in Australia. So scary. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let me put it on the scales myself and measure this movie out to binge it never later or now. Um, binge now house to the second story. If you're looking for yeah. ghost cowboys that are, have a, <laughs> a, a grudge to settle, um, binge later Friday the 13th part eight is still better than this movie that we watched this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. and people Far don't away. like part eight for whatever reason, but I fucking love it. He fights a Mike Tyson, uh, clone. 
Um, Slimy Jason, I call somebody's him. head off. Yeah. Yeah. Clean yeah. off. It's great. And they get <laughs> on a beautiful. boat. Jason on a boat. Oh, it's good. I don't know why people don't like I actually like really it. do like number eight. It's uh, Jason goes to Canada, really. But yeah. <laughs> Come on. Oh, it man. Is. Um, and Binge Never, yeah, this... If we if we hadn't done it to just tie into the name scream and see what it was all about, and honestly, guys, I got enticed by the description because I love ghost cowboy movies. So, so, <laughs> so, so you know, sucked me yeah. in, tricked me on a you know Saturday night. Um, the most downloaded or played episode of Summer Flash 2020. Nick, you got those stats? Those I got real, it right based here. on audience love, appreciation, downloads, or plays. What do you got, Nick? We got Dirt Samurai was number one. But we were really close on Blood Diner. That one had oh. 70 downloads less than Dirt Samurai. And then number three was our opener, which was the Scream series. So really, really class, really good ones. Yeah, it was All like 2,800,000 something something. And then 2,800 uh, 2, something something. So like, they almost broke 3 million each, Dirt Samurai and Blood Diner. And then Blood Diner just couldn't find enough fans, you know? But Der Samurai got us there. Um, could be our little uh, our German fans. Yeah, I, I you know, we must have a lot of German. Give fans. us a little That's boost. Awesome. Yeah, um, which is cool. That's fine. And actually, all great episodes. To be honest with you, they're all great. The whole run yeah. until now. I don't know what to say about the thirteenth week. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing how uh, one bad movie can make you go like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we've ever like talked about a movie and that literally made people stop listening to the podcast itself. Like, because even when we have a bad movie, the conversation is usually still pretty fun. But I yeah. wonder if like there's just one movie where they're just like, oh god, I just can't do it. I can't listen to the binge watchers talk about this movie. <laughs> you know, like, but but there's bad movies like Friday Thirteenth Part Eight, which is so bad it's good. This was just bad. Gosh, but is I it guess. really bad? I mean, what's so wrong I, about Part Eight? No, I love Part A. I'm just saying, but most people think it's bad. Yeah. Well, I yeah. honestly think Seven's worse. If you ask. Oh me. hell no! Seven has some of the best kills. Oh, and he, okay, he, I will give yeah. you that. Because I found the uh, the sleeping is, bag kill is awesome, oh, yeah. but the movie as a whole kind of sucks. But it's but basically it's, Carrie it's, versus Carrie Fred, versus Jason. Carrie versus yeah. Jason. It's I awesome. <laughs> I thought that was cool. I like the psychic girl fighting him. I, I just kind of felt like it jumped the shark as much as you can jump a shark in a Friday the 13th. No, <laughs> Honestly, no, when he got brought back to 10. life by a lightning bolt, all bets yeah. are off, dude. Dude, part 10 jumped the shark. When he goes to space, that's jumping the shark. Mm. <laughs> I mean, really but that yeah. was, I, you know, but I still like seven. I, I, but I don't know. I like eight mm. a little more. I think, I think number eight wears its goofiness on its sleeve. And I don't think that's what a lot of people liked about it. I don't know. Hmm. He looks really funny when his mask comes off in Part Eight. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. But they had the great moment in the sewer where he reverts to the child Jason and they melt him with toxic waste. Yeah, to the kid. Yeah. It's awesome. I just spoil. I'll spoil alert. Alert. <laughs> okay. Didn't warn anyone about Part Eight. Oops. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, we probably gave them the two best parts of that movie, the boxing fight where the guy loses his head and the sewer attack. <laughs> yeah. um, so we've arrived at what else are we watching? Nick. Um, My turn. I'll, well, I'm just wondering what you got for us this week because you're telling us about that one show and then like trying Dude, to okay, so avoid I'm, I'm reality to... shows. 
I'm trying to sell you on this show. I finished, and mm. I don't binge watch watch shows very often. That show, Money Heist, on Netflix. So, time out. Have you been able to it. watch any movies in between watching Money Heist? No, because oh, I've been my obsessed. God. It's like Breaking yeah. Bad, where it, it literally is probably my top four shows I've ever seen in my life. Wow, am, that's a bold statement. You've seen so many shows. I have, and I'm literally telling <laughs> you, I watched. I didn't realize this show is probably one of Netflix's most popular shows. It just isn't in the United States that popular. But everywhere else, like there's like ten countries, it's their number one show, even higher than like Stranger Things. I mean, this show, I finished the fourth season and it was incredible. And now I'm I have to wait till season five, and season five will be the final season. And I'm on board. And when that show comes out, I will be there all weekend. Let me tell you, wow. <laughs> I, I can't pitch the show enough. And, and this is my last week bringing it up because I'm caught up until until the until until they have the spinoff show Wives of Money Heist. Yeah, oh, I, there you go. I'm down for wife's money heist. Yes. <laughs> so that's what I've been watching, guys. Check it out. Trust me, you're going to love it. <laughs> uh, you want to go, Dave? Sure. Um, hmm. I, you know, uh, talking about binge, um, I, I normally don't binge shows. I've still got three episodes left, but I've been watching this cartoon that just dropped on Friday called Hoops on Netflix. Um, yes. kind of hit, it kind of hits the adult swim slash family guy slash Bob's burgers kind of it's if you, if you have that, uh, except with a lot of, it's like way worse than, uh, Nick and or Rick and Morty on the language factor. Like, mm. I don't know. I've never counted how many times they say fuck in an episode, but it has to be pushing like a hundred per episode. Well, or so. what I like I is know. they build on the jokes. Like you well, think you uh, heard the punchline and then they bring it back and there's even more to it and then more to it and then more to it. Dude, I've never heard Little Man Tate brought up so much in one hmm. show. Well, like Man I like Tate, they really bring it up. There's a there's uh, a running joke of Little Man Tate through the entire series. I have three episodes to go. Yeah, but they make Dave's, Dave's really movie. binged like, it, but hilarious. I've only cracked open the first episode. And the joke that I remember, they're in the locker room, and apparently, like he wagered that if they won the game, he would give them a password to a porn site. But they lose yes. the game, so then they're like, "But we still want the password." And then because they're trying to include all the students, there's a like uh, another kid who doesn't want the straight porn site. So then the yeah. coach breaks down, whips out a credit card, and says, "Okay, just order whatever you want." Then Billy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's pretty good. Um, but it's um, what's his name? Uh, what's the actor's name, Dave? Jake Johnson. Yeah, Jake um, Johnson, who was in that movie where they try to pretend to be the cops. Like let's be oh, cops. Let's be cops. Oh, uh, and cops, uh, yeah. he was yeah. probably most people know him because he was on that New Girls show for like seven years. Um, yeah, and then but he was on that show that I know John, or not show, but movie John loved that uh, he showed me uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Yeah, the time travel great, movie. That was a great movie. Um, but also he's in uh, Digging for Fire, uh, Joe Swanberg's movie, and then also another one by the same filmmaker. He's the main character in Drinking Buddies. With Drinking Buddies is a great, it's like the best depressing comedy you'll ever watch. Like, you guys should see Drinking Buddies. It also has a, know, it's uh, been on Olivia Wilde. So I haven't gotten to it yet. Um, basically, he's an unhappy like marriage, or he's they might be engaged, but he's dating a girl. They're both unhappy. They meet another couple because he works with the lady at the brewery, and it's like the two friends that are always questioning for like ten years whether or not they should hook up. Right, so that kind of plays mm-hmm. out. The melodrama plays out, but then like they're also borderline alcoholics, right? Like they work at a brewery and they're <laughs> always drinking. 
and it gets it kind of gets fucked up, but it's a good movie. Um, I guess it comes with the territory. If you're surrounded by beer, what are you gonna do? You know, drink uh, up. <laughs> yeah, and you got to drink to test your brews to sell to the people anyway. I don't know. You run the machines, do, I don't know quality checks or whatever. Um, but he's like one of the best actors that are, are like our age. Like I like him a lot. He's movies. great. Yeah. Um, I wish he could well, do more. Well, I mean, things, he's but. got. He's. I mean, this show kind of showed me he's got range because he kind of always plays a schlub, and his character in the show is kind of, but he's also kind of. He I, in all the shows I or movies I've seen him in, I wouldn't exactly say he's got a quick tongue, and like he does on the show. So you know, goes to show what a so versatile actor like he is. So we have like two minutes to finish up whatever we're gonna do here. Um, <laughs> guys, I'm watching some marine movies. I watched uh, U five seven one. Which is I a World War II sub movie, but it's look at this lineup: Bon Jovi, that has Bill McConaughey, Paxton. Bill you. Paxton, Harvey Keitel, David Keith, uh, Jack Noseworthy, and Jake Weber. Um, like a man's man's movie, I don't know, uh, but uh, they're trying it to is. steal like a coding machine from the Nazis in a submarine like drama, and shit it goes down. We'll put it that way. And, um, Bill Paxton is a badass captain in that. Let's just say that. Yeah. You know? I just here's what I decided. Um, I'm gonna watch a series of submarine movies. So I have a list of of eleven titles, and Tell I me. only recognize Jeez. three of them. Like the ones that are obviously the most famous: Hunt for Red October, Das Boot, yeah. Crimson Tide. And there's a haunted house one called Below. Well, you haunted house. That. I mean, like the oh. submarines haunted, but shit happens. Um, that, uh, but there's an older movie. It's not that, good. Yeah. I never heard of Run Silent Run Deep, which is from the 50s. There's a movie right. with um, Charleston Heston. It's called uh, Grey Lady Down. Rucker Howard's in a submarine movie called Hostile Waters. I didn't know that. They also list uh, uh, Fantastic Voyage as a submarine movie, which maybe, but they're in the human body. That's like a sci fi. I, I don't know if I could rank that as a submarine thing, but. Hmm. There's one called Torpedo Run. That sounds a little sassy. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I don't know if these submarine movies are going to work into our show somehow, but I'm going to basically, I know what I'm watching for like the next 11 days. Jeez. Well, yeah. then there's a Crimson Tide. There's, yeah, that's on uh, here. It's number one, two, three, four. It's not the, 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 the fifth one that I have to watch. Oh, and then of, of course I don't know if you can see uh, Down Periscope, which I actually I, was just of that, yeah. I saw that movie in the theater on mm. my birthday. <laughs> wow, um, Bruce Campbell in that? Is he? Um, I don't know. Oh no, no, that's he was in McHale's Navy, which oh. is kind of simple. Do they have a submarine uh, in that one too? Okay. No, anyway. I think it was a ship. Right. The reason I'm watching submarine movies is I want to write uh, a submarine drama, but in outer space, but. That's kind of what they said Wrath of Khan was, but I want to write something like that's a like a a super specific subgenre. You know what I'm saying? Like like uh oh, like a claustrophobic space movie that works on the rules of like submarine tactics. Yeah. Um. So I'm doing some research. Um. Special announcements or reminders. Let's see. Well, as we said, you can try out all the CBS stuff if you want. We have a a little code you can click and or whatever a link you can click and you can try it out. It's also on the website banner. Um, Rebecca Love is coming on the supposed to come back on the show next week. She's going to be our like a guest host. We're hoping awesome. she'll join the crew, stick around for some episodes. We'll see what happens. Um, next week we have another double feature coming up. 
We're going to watch We Summon the Darkness, which is on Netflix right now, and a Criterion Collection movie called Black Moon from 1975, which I'm hoping is really fucked up. And as long as it's more entertaining than tonight's movie, we should be okay. <laughs> I don't think we can go wrong. I think I think yeah. anything is more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 